What's up, beautiful people? To another episode of the Pursuit of Destiny podcast. It's me, Ricky Jones Jr. Back again for another episode. And for those that are watching on YouTube, you see I have a lovely guest with us today, none other than Miss Attica. How you doing today, ma'am? I'm doing fine. Yes, <laughs> she fine and nervous at the same time, but we're gonna work through that. You know the best way. To work through your nerves is to admit that you're nervous and then the rest will flow. Okay, I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the honesty, right? Yes. And more than anything, I love the fact that the community that we have in our life, right? Because for those that don't know, Miss Erica is the mother of Delani, whom I had on the podcast maybe two or three episodes ago. Uh, but nonetheless, like that community that we have, that we foster and cultivated through worship right yes. going to the same church together living life together yes. and um just mentoring one another like it's a beautiful thing however i prayed and i was like god who is the target audience for miss erica's story right mm -hmm. and i'm not gonna share it to the end okay i'm not gonna share it to the end i'm gonna let your story tell itself and then we'll get to the person that it was designed specifically for all right. Yep. So I learned something new about you, right? Today. Actually, today I learned something new that you came here 16 years ago to America. Well, to Tampa. Yes. You're already living in America. Yes. And uh, you moved over not knowing anybody, but starting a new life. What was that like and what led you to doing so? Okay. So um, it was crazy. Um, I got married in 2005. Okay. Um, to my kid's dad had been with him for like 18 years mm. prior to getting married mm. but somehow once I got married it was different okay. I felt suffocated wow and I, you know thing is like on my wedding day it's one of those things I had gotten born again just prior and mm. so it was like asking God like is this what I'm supposed to do? Because, you know, you get born again. You were this guy. Yes. You got to get married because that's, that's what you that's do, the right? Part. Correct. And so not knowing that my asking that question was the answer. Wow. But after getting married, it was like I felt like I really couldn't breathe. Mm. And so we had been married um, like a year. And it was like God was like, you got to go because I felt like I was losing myself. Wow. So that December... I heard God say, today. Mm. That day, I applied for my Florida nursing license. Wow. And from that day, everything, like the finances, everything, just I just started saving. Mm. And um, I didn't know where I was going in Florida. Mm -hmm. Like, I've never lived out of the Virgin Islands. Okay. That was never part of my equation. Okay. And um, I've best friend she was like have you ever thought about tampa mm. and i was like no and she was like okay well try tampa wow. so i started applying for hospitals in tampa i came up i interviewed mm -hmm. um three places job offers all three wow they were all willing to hold this job for me until my mm. kids got so I, I got these job offers in may they were willing to hold these jobs for me until July, wow. travel reimbursement, like when mm. I tell you, everything went. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I did. And mm. I mean, I still like, this is a man I've been with for so long. And I mean, I, I literally asked him like, would you be willing to make this move? Okay. And he said no. Mm. So then that said to me, okay, 
go. Mm. So I moved here. Like my family was like, are you crazy? Like, Correct. why are you doing this? And I'm like, I just have to go. Wow. Like I came here and um, moved into an empty apartment. Mm -hmm. Like nothing, absolutely nothing. Mm. A rental car, drove to Walmart, mm. bought pots, pants, cleaning supplies, groceries, wow. two air mattresses. Mm -hmm. And that's what we did mm -hmm. until like, we started furnishing this apartment mm -hmm. and um, crazy enough, that was our life. Like mm -hmm. I was happy, I was content. And then um, we were going to a Lutheran church. Okay, okay. So that's, we were Lutherans. And yes. then a year after the kids went to visit my mom for the summer and then I started visiting churches. Mm -hmm. Second church I visited was Revealing <laughs> okay. Truth. I came to that church, I was like, I don't like this church. I don't like Pastor Poe. I, like, I, I ain't going back to that church. Mm -hmm. The next Sunday, I woke up to visit another church and God said, go back. I was like, I am not going back. Wow. I don't like that man. <laughs> but my car literally drove back to, and I'm wow. in the parking lot. But like, I'm here because you said to come here, but I don't like this church. Yeah. The next Sunday, the same thing. I'm like, why am I coming to oh, this bad. church? Like, I Third time. Four times. Mm. And then like the fifth Sunday, I'm sitting next to this lady. Does anybody want to join this church? My hand just went up. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I don't even like this man. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yes. And then my kids came back and it was like, that's, this, this is, is our new home. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so that, that's, that's, that's what it was. Right, yeah. right, right. Wow, man. There's so much to unpack <laughs> right? And so one of the things I want to touch on that you share is that you said you were you came over to be a nurse, so that means you were nursing. I was back a nurse. Oh, I was already home. a nurse nine years. Okay, nine there. years then. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so what was that transition like from the Virgin Islands to Tampa in the nursing field? How did they receive you on the Tampa side? It was well received. Nice. I mean, I am who I am. Yes. Yep. So nursing for me, like my entire life, that's all I wanted to be. I okay. was about eight or nine mm. when I decided I wanted to be a nurse. Mm. Um, my mom had me okay. at 16, okay. and so I was basically raised by my grandmother. Okay. And so she went into the hospital for bed rest, mm. never came out. Oh. At that age, I was like, the nurse has killed her. Wow. So I'm going to be a nurse because none of my patients are going to die. Wow. Ricky, in 24 years, none of my patients have died under my care. Wow. I mean, now I that's know beautiful. how powerful your words that's are. Beautiful. And that's one thing that I'm learning. Like, yes. when you say things, yep. those words. Yes, have power. They have power. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's good. Yeah. And so since that age, you said you were going to be a nurse. You've been a nurse. 24 years, you say 24 now. years. Could have been longer. You know, you, you know, there's some hiccups in there. That's it. You know, that's you know, it. But, but you're on the court. <laughs> That is life. <laughs> that is life. But I love that because, you know, there may be others that are thinking, I want to transition. I want to move. I'm a nurse and I want to move to another place and to be a nurse there. And just making sure that now they have that reassurance that they can do it. That being yourself would translate no matter where you are. Oh, yes. And people will be receptive of you. Oh, yes. And uh, welcoming of you. And the words that you say will be the things that guide you. So I... I Love that. Now you moved over with your children. How many children moved over with you? Three. Three children. Three kids and you moved over to Tampa, Florida. Yeah. Wow. Two in high school, one in middle school. When you moved? Yes. Wow. Yes. 
Wow, that's big because a lot of people try not to move when kids are in high school with the idea that they're going to, their friends and the environment, but you said enough was enough and I had to go. Yeah. 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 And what would you, and how would you um, encourage a parent that may be in a specific situation like that, that have kids in higher level of education that you're like, still the move needs to take place. First of all, don't be like me. Cause look, I threatened my kids with their lives. <laughs> like, first of all, like I would say to my kids, look, nobody don't know us up here. Y'all mess up. I'm going to kill y'all. Mm. So you're in the Hillsborough river. Okay. I'll tell my mom, so I'm going to kidnap <laughs> you guys. Those like, are real threats. Because like, it was like, you know, it was fair, of course. Okay. You know, it's just me and them. And I just wanted them to be okay. You yes. know, so I had to go to work. So, and I mean, like that's, Learning that that was God. Okay. Because I went to work. I worked weekends. Those kids were home by themselves. Mm, they did everything area. that they were supposed to. I mean, I had debts in my family that I had to fly home. And I left my kids mm. in Tampa mm. by themselves. Wow. Three teenagers, Ricky. Mm-hmm. My kids walked straight. There were no parties. There mm. were no nothing. They went to school. They came home. Like no one knew they were alone. Mm-hmm. They just did what they knew to do. Yes. And when you look back, you just know that that was God. A lot yes. of times you just did things. Yep. You know, but. That was God. That was God. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the key part that you're sharing is that. In the midst of the move, make sure there's God apart because have that's that be. intangible. You have to trust God. Like mm-hmm. I formed relationships with people like co-workers that just knew that I was doing this on my own. Mm-hmm. And they would cook and drop a dish off wow. for the kids. Oh, that's beautiful. You know, people that are just meeting me yes. but just knew that. The situation. This is what it is. So yes. they know I went out of the country. Mm-hmm. So they're dropping food off of my kids, mm-hmm. just making sure that they were okay. Wow. And I'm telling you, like, those are relationships that will last forever. Yes. Because they're just seeing, wow, this, this girl is just making a life. And mm-hmm. I mean, loving on my kids like that, it's... Mm. You can't put a yeah. price on that. Oh, no, 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 Especially when you can. And even just to give us perspective, how far is the Virgin Islands, where you're from, from Tampa? So, here to Miami is an hour and about, it's about two and a half hours from Miami. Miami, yeah. wow. And it, the flight is the only way to do it. The flight and is so the only way to do it. so, once you made that flight, you're if there. If something happens, it's like... Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah you got to wait you gotta wait wow. so it's like you know like that panic like lord please let those kids be okay because mm-hmm. i can't just just jump drive. over drive yeah. over it's mm-hmm. not four or five no, hours no, i won't no. see them particularly that day it may be the next day or the day after that yeah wow no that's good okay and so the nurse the mom that moved, uh, but then it was something on the back end of that. Okay, church, right? So then you were Lutheran mm-hmm. in the Virgin Islands, and then God led you to explore, and you ended up at Revealing Truth. Now, you said when you came, you didn't like the church, you didn't like pastor, yeah. right? And for those that don't know, Pastor Poe was a very straightforward man, a very honest man, very direct man, and straight no chaser, like no. at the end of the day. No. And if he was talking about you, you was going to be hurt yeah, because you felt it directly. Oh, yeah. Right? Even if he didn't specifically know you, 
every message there was a message that talked specifically to you, oh, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. so I love my church for that. And even now, right, I love Pastor Brian and Pastor Deborah, all of the great pastors that we have now initially. What was a couple of reasons, right? Or one reason that you said, no, I don't, I don't, I didn't care. For I'll be honest. Church. Lutheran church is like, you're going to church. Okay. You know, the time you're going to church this time, you know, exactly when you get out, I could mm-hmm. be at home. We're doing first lesson, second lesson. We're doing the reading. We're doing communion. Mm-hmm. We're getting out. Mm-hmm. Nobody ain't telling you about how to live your life. Like that's not discussed. Mm-hmm. Again, there was no accountability. Okay. So I'd be a jerk hut on a, Saturday night, I'm coming to church on Sunday. I mean, I'm tired. I might nod right, a little right, one right, or two. Right. And then Pastor Poe's there. He's talking about you hitting the club, coming to church. And I'm like, I'm literally looking around because I want to know, <laughs> did I see somebody, in there? somebody, somebody else was in the church? Him? Somebody else was in there last night. They told Pastor about me. And you know, Pastor Poe, when he would start walking down the aisle, mm-hmm. it almost looked like he stopped that he looked at you. Uh-huh. So then you sitting up there, you sitting a little extra. <laughs> You know, you're sitting up, your eyes wide open. I mean, it's like, whoa. Oh, was he a jerk up last night? He coming oh, for a roti? He coming up there. Like, he, he knew. He saw. He saw. That's he it. Knew. Like, mm. So after a while, you know, the club didn't even, like, the music ain't good no more. Like, oh, you, wow. you start feeling like the music wasn't good. Like, right. my friends are enjoying themselves. Wow. But I'm sitting down all night. Like, mm. It just started feeling like, man, this mm-hmm. club ain't working no mm-hmm. more. But I think that was just the spirit, like, yep, working that, that out of me. Exactly. You know, like, yeah, no, we ain't, yeah. And so it was like, it took a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I, I even love that part that you're sharing because of how going to the club really wasn't even doing it for you like it used to. And then so much so that coming to the church, real and true, then you joined a ministry that was ministering to well, I'll let you share it. You joined Team 300. What yes. was Team 300 all about and what did you do with it? So Team 300 was like totally women's outreach. So they had many facets to it. There was um, where you could go into the prison jails. Okay. You could go into the detention center okay. for girls. Mm-hmm. Um, they had, um, of course, the um, strip club clubs. ministry. Mm-hmm. That, was mm-hmm. my, that, that was my... My, my, yes. my facet. So yes. they had so many different outreach, all for women. Yeah. And so, you know, going into the strip club at first was a little tough because you see strip clubs on TV. They okay. all look glamorous. Yes. But most of the strip clubs in Tampa are not glamorous oh, wow. at all. Okay. They are dirty and they're bad dirty looking. and okay. bad looking, okay. and it's no place that you would want your daughter to be. Wow. Like, first time I went there, I was like, I really wanted to go home, get some underwear, and bring for these girls. Mm. Like, if you're going to make money, you need to look good making your money. <laughs> like, hey, let me help you out a little bit. Let me help you. But honestly, it became something I was so passionate about because I was like, man, if me praying for your daughter is going to keep my daughter out of the wow. strip club, wow. then I have to do wow. this, you know? And it's like, these girls are young and they think that this is the way. Mm. And we see it as, man, this is something that they want to do. Not every, A lot of them were in their 30s and 40s and had been doing this since they were teenagers. And they feel like, I don't have an education. I don't have a job skill. This is all I can do. And it's really like teaching them, like, no, God loves you. And look, there is something you can do outside mm. of this. Mm-hmm. And never ask, I've never asked anyone why you do this. Okay. 
I just let them know, look, we love you, God loves you. Mm. And to me, that was enough. And mm-hmm. then sometimes you'll say like, hey, I got a job at Walmart. I got a job at CVS. I got a job. Like, and then they're no longer there. Mm-hmm. And just knowing that, look, you just plant a seed and let God do the rest. We don't have to make anyone feel judged about mm-hmm. what they do because we've all lived a life that's oh, not. Correct. And honestly, there are things I do now. Like, mm-hmm. we, we look at things like in classes of sin. Yes, yes. But something small I may do may not be pleasing in God's correct, eyes. Correct, correct. And so how am I to judge this person? Mm-hmm. I don't know whose daughter or granddaughter she is, but I'm sure they're praying that someone Mm. Does something for her, mm-hmm. and so if that person is me. Yes, see, I'm gonna do it with everything I got. Right. Wow. You know, so. Now that's beautiful. Do you think that the desire to join that ministry came from you being in the clubs before, not strip clubs, but being in the clubs before? Like you resonated with it, or what? Do you think sparked your excitement about joining Team Three Hundred and being a part of those women outreaches? I don't know, Ricky. Honestly, like the strip clubs, like now, like I feed the homeless. And I look at, you know, the body of Christ, right? Mm. So we got the church. Yes. And if you look at the body, and I use that analogy because I'm a nurse. There it is. So you look at the body, you got the heart, the lungs, Mm. the kidneys, all of those things are inside the body. Yes. And so when you look at the church, the people that serve inside the church, they are in the body. Mm -hmm. But then you got the hands and the feet. Yes. And those are appendages. Mm -hmm. And so... Those function outside of the body. And so I see myself as the appendage. Like I, I, it's hard for me to really function on the inside. Yes. I feel like, hey, I got to be out there because anything that needs needs help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So whatever Mm -hmm. that is, man, that's me. So Mm -hmm. if it's the homeless, if it's the strip club, I can't, Pastor used to say, you can't help everybody, but Mm -hmm. you could help somebody. You can help somebody. And so I don't know who that someone is, Yes. but if I can do it, I will. And that's just my heart Mm -hmm. to touch somebody on the outside because there's enough on the inside, but I feel like my heart is for the outside. Wow. And so whatever that is, I'm going to do it with everything I am because I, I, my Belief is if Jesus was here, he's on the outside. He wasn't inside the church. Yes, yes. And so, so will you? No, I love that, and so much so, even knowing how true those words are to you, as far as like you living them. You've even gone to the Bahamas and done mission trips with us, the church there, even all the way out to mm-hmm. Nairobi, Kenya, mm-hmm. right? And doing mission trips with us there. Like, what was that like? Obviously, being outside of the church, but even extended into international waters, what was that? Man, Nairobi was. That was something. Yes. That was something that I will never forget. Yeah. Because you see to go across the world Mm -hmm. and to see how people live Mm -hmm. and compare it to America. And to see how hungry they are for something. Mm, yes. And how much we take advantage of yep. things that we have here. Yep. Like, yeah, things may be bad here. But if they had a fraction of what we had mm-hmm. here, my mm-hmm, God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, man, so that true. was, that was. Yeah, yeah. Can't yeah. wait to do it again. That's it. That's yes. it. And, and it makes you hungry to continue to do that. it. Yeah. Yes. No, I love that. And some trips are just that, right? They leave you wanting more, doing more because the people there want more. And it's nothing more pleasing when you are able to be of aid to people that desire the aid and are doing something. Like, you know, it's one thing just 
But no, we're not going to get a set. It's about you, right? It's about you. I tried to go down the road, and I was like, no, 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 no. But to bring it back, bringing your kids to the church, right? What impact do you believe that had on them and you all's relationship? But then maybe them first. Oh, my God. It helped them to grow. Mm. I mean, Delani, everybody sees Delani, yes. right? Because she's there. Yes. Um. My other, the, the boys are older. She's mm -hmm. actually the baby. Mm -hmm. But my oldest son, when he went off to USF, man, he had a, he, like every Sunday, he'd be bringing everyone from, all his friends from USF wow. was coming to church with yeah. him. You don't see him as much, so a lot of people think it's only Delani. Mm -hmm. But he still, like, he still comes. And when he comes, he brings a friend, you mm -hmm. know. So although you don't see him as much, mm -hmm. he still knows that that's home. He knows, mm -hmm. like, yes. they grew up in the church. They yes. know where home is. Yes. My middle boy, he doesn't come, but... Um, as often. Yeah, but he mm -hmm. knows he knows home. Like we, yeah. we always laugh. Like when he prays before he eats, sometimes my friends are like, "Man, he praying like it's the last supper." You know, they're like praying for Aaron. Like, like leave him alone. Let him pray. Let him pray. Let him pray. Like they'd be like, "They Aaron, that's the last supper." Like so, they know. Like they yeah. they have that foundation. And yeah. I would say, you know, just like me, I went off, mm -hmm. and when God was ready, He steered me back. So nice. regardless of where my kids are. Yeah. I trust that God's going to do the same. It nice. took a while for God to let me know that he's God. Yeah. I'm not the God of my children. That's beautiful. And to let them live their lives because without their experiences, they don't have anything to stand on. Yes. I had to fall mm. and get up mm. and look up to wow. know like, hey, wow. I'm, standing on the, I'm standing on the rock. Yeah. So they have to have that. I can't tell them. Yes. They have to live it. Wow. To know who God is for them. Yes. For themselves. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got to let it ride out and yeah. just, if they need mom, I'm here. But mm. he's ultimately the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love that. I love that. And what would you recommend or suggest to be one of the most important parts of anybody that's making a move such as you, right? You've made the move from the Virgin Islands to Tampa, establish yourself. What do you think was like that key thing that others should do that you did? Actually, like I said, I heard from God. And yes. sometimes we think oh, it's good. big. That's good. Like I heard, like I woke up and God said today. But when you're praying for something, when you, when you know God, like I knew that today, what today meant. Mm. So when he said today, like I applied and I mailed everything off that day. Mm -hmm. Like, so it's knowing God and knowing what that meant. Yes. And be willing to it do it. It was today. Mm. Like, everything had to go today. Mm -hmm. And that's what that was. That's what that was. Yeah, just hearing from God and understanding, like, what this meant. So it's... It's hard to explain. Like mm -hmm. you, you have to have that relationship with God so mm -hmm. that when he speaks, you know what he's saying. Right. Because I would have never moved. Like I thought, okay. I thought about it for okay. two years and mm -hmm. I said it. I kept saying, I'm going to move mm. for two years. You know, I had talked about it with my ex-husband. I was like, hey, what about if we move? And he was like, move where? Like nothing's wrong with the way we're living. Mm. So I had it in the back of my head, like this move. So when God said today, I knew what today meant. Mm. And so I didn't say anything to anyone. I mm. just did what I had to do to prepare for the move. And mm. when I tell you, Ricky, 
from January to when I moved, I had about ten thousand dollars saved. Mm -hmm. I probably would have never been able to do that before, wow. but everything to prepare me for this move was there. Was there. Wow. Wow. And I always say, what if I hadn't done that mm -hmm. today? Yeah, yeah. That today was yes. key. Mm, now that's so so good and you you drove it right to where i wanted to go <laughs> because others may be thinking as i was thinking right so what happened with the marriage that you had right what happened with um your husband that you left like what happened in the midst of that as you moved on grew and became all that god called you to be so uh, i didn't get divorced right away okay. i moved in july of 2007 and actually, you know, I was still, we still talked, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, he kind of moved on almost immediately okay. Okay. <laughs> and I was just he still was here mm. and, um, you know, we talked, he came and he visited twice, you know, we'd actually talked, maybe he would move and that didn't happen. So, um, in 2008, I went home for the Christmas, I filed divorce okay. and then it became official, I think April of 2009. Okay. And, you know, back then, Pastor Post started doing this series about marriages and oh, all wow. this stuff, like wow. immediately after. And I asked God, I was like, hey, like, what would have happened if I had waited? Mm. And God said, no, mm. I needed this to happen. Mm. I needed you to be divorced before this. Wow. And, you know, again, I was like, for people that don't know, I was 15 when I met him. Okay. So pretty young. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, had my first kid at 20, 21, 20. Like, by the time I was 23, I had all three kids. Okay. So, I was okay. young. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's the person I knew. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, familiarity is a lot of stuff. I mean, we're cool now and all, but that season was over, mm. you know? And I'm okay. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm okay. I wouldn't trade my kids. But the life that I have now... Man, mm. it's a beautiful life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. That's beautiful, right? We can seal that thing up, right? For the people that may be thinking, well, what happened with him? Where is yeah. he? And all those things. It. There was an attempt. It didn't work out. Mm -hmm. You all moved on, but yet are cool enough to be able to parent, right? The, the children that you all have. Love that, love that, love that. And so now we are at the present day, right? Yeah. 2023, 2023, currently, right? Knowing Miss Erica and all the things that you've done, what are some things that you look forward to doing in life still this day? <laughs> Let me think. <laughs> Let me think about what I want to say. You know, Ricky? Yes. I don't know. Okay. I take it day by day oh, because, you know, my mind is just, if, if I leave it to my mind, I get crazy. The one okay. thing I've stopped doing is comparing. Yes. Because my story is my story. Mm. I let God guide me. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes I look at, say, say my colleagues, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, where I work, I'm literally like the, the nurse that has my associates. Everyone has a bachelor's. Mm. And a few months oh, ago, wow. I started having like this thing about, oh, I need to go back to school mm. because I need my bachelor's mm. or more. And um, like about two weeks before school started, I started getting that weird feeling. Wow. And I was like, man, like, God, like, is this fair? Is this going back and forth? Pre-pandemic, 
same school I applied to, applied there. Mm -hmm. The day before classes start, I had the same prayer with God, and God said, where I'm going to take you, you don't need that. So here I am praying, mm -hmm. nothing, mm. and God just says, I don't change, mm. which says, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm changing my mind. Yeah. Who told you that, that you, you needed, needed that? This. Yeah. So I did the same thing. I kept up because who told me that I wasn't qualified? I'm doing the work. You're doing the work. I'm doing the work. Yeah. And so I just say, you know. Nursing, am I done with nursing? To an extent. Okay. I, I do feel that. Okay. Um, but what's next? I don't know. Mm. God has said it's your time, but it's not your turn. Mm. But until my turn comes, mm. I'm going to be the best nurse that I know how to be. Mm -hmm. What my turn is, what that looks like, I don't know. But I do know God well enough that when that time comes, he'll tell me just like he tells me everything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... What my future looks like as far as career, all of that, uh, who knows. Mm -hmm. But um, I love people. Mm. So I love mentoring. I love helping. I love all that jazz. So mm. it'll probably look something similar. Yes. But what? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm a grandma of mm -hmm. four right now. There like, it is. keep me busy. <laughs> Good God. Mm. You know, my second son, he doesn't have any kids, so okay. that number is going to multiply uh -huh, in the future. Uh -huh. uh, I'm single, so I'm hoping that a husband comes along there at some is. point in there time. Is. I mean, there that's is. my desire. I don't, know, I don't know what God's plan is, but that's mine. There uh, it is. I love that. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, so, you know, there's, there's a lot of possibilities. Yes. But again, it's what God wants. Correct, correct. Yeah. And I love that you are good. You steer me right into <laughs> every time, which is others may be listening and watching and hearing you talk about you talking to God, God talking to you. How has that grown? How has that become? How have you developed your relationship with God to the point where you can specifically ask for things and God talks back to you? You know, I used to hear people talk, you know, how their thing with God sounds. Yes. Literally, I have this, you know how I talk, my uh -huh, hands, all uh -huh, of that. Uh -huh, I'm uh -huh. kind of rough. <laughs> so God literally is rough, rough with me. You okay. know, literally, like, okay. God is like, look. Like, got, if I act like God is like, look, you know, yeah. you know better than that. Mm. Like, you know, his, he, he speaks to me for me. Mm -hmm. And um, I think... Um, I've always heard from God, like as a child, my That's mom, beautiful. my mom would tell me, cause I grew up, although I was Lutheran, I went to like a Baptist okay. private school okay. where they really taught the word. Yes. And so she told me, which I don't remember that I was always in the Bible. Okay. Always. I don't remember that. Yes. So I would remember like talking to God as mm -hmm. a kid. <laughs> My, I, I wanted to be a non-Ricky. I wanted to oh, marry wow. God. <laughs> I think I'm a non-Ricky. <laughs> I'm a non. It all came back. Again, watch your words. Watch your words. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> really? He, he, he probably was like, you wanted to be a non. We Hello. here. We here. We here right now, right. but hopefully it's temporary. <laughs> I'm here. Gotta let you. <laughs> but, um, <That's> <laughs> so, you know, I've yeah. always heard, did I always listen? No. Yeah, okay. You know? And so... It became easy just sometimes just being still. It's the little things, you That's know, good. just driving. You ask God, like, 
I'd be driving. You look at the interstate. I'd hear him say, go straight. Mm -hmm. Nah, go on the interstate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then when you hit that traffic, like me and God is funny, I'd be like, don't say nothing. Like literally <laughs> like, don't say it. Because yeah. I knew you, I heard you say, go straight. you say go straight. But you hear, yes. like what we choose to obey That's is good. different from what we hear. Yes. Because God speaks all God the time. Speaks, yep. I mean, we sometimes have like that whole conversation. Mm. But if you're listening for God to mm -hmm. say something, you hear him. Whether yes. it's just go, mm -hmm. stop, mm. give. Mm. He tells you. Yes, ma'am. He, he literally tells you and tells you what to do. Mm -hmm. So, you know. You just have to be open to hear him. That's good. Like he said, my sheep hear, no, my, hear voice. my voice. Yep. Mm -hmm. If you really are believing and you ask him to speak to you, he's going to speak. Mm -hmm. What you do with what you hear is really up to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's so, so good. And you answered it in many ways, right? As a child, you spent time in a word, you... Um, we're said to have heard God's voice even back then. And then it's the everyday walking about life. It's not so much about the big things that you ask God for, but it's also the everyday walking about quote unquote little things, right? Yeah. From directions to maybe groceries to give to the amount to give to who to give. Like all things matter. Yeah. And as you are in relationship with God, all those things can be brought to God. Therefore, you can hear from God to speak on those things. So I love that. Now, as you said, you're a mom, your grandmother, <laughs> boom shakalaka. Have you seen yourself and your kids? And if so, how's that? <laughs> deep breath, deep breath, deep breath. Now, you know, I see the good and I see the bad. Yes, ma'am. Because, you know, being born again, you know, there's some things that are cultivated. Yes. I could go from zero to a hundred real quick. Okay. Like real fast. Okay. Is that the island side of you or? It's my mama's family side of me. <laughs> <laughs> they are a little, you know, a little rough around the edges over there. But, yeah. you know, um, and, and in some instances, like it still happens. Okay. Like, so it's initially like God have to really like, mm. like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it's real quick. Like okay. he'll bring me down. Like, like even sometimes like I'm mad. God will be like, go to your room. Mm. Like something could happen and mm -hmm. God will be like, mm -hmm. go to your room mm -hmm. or go to your desk or yes. take a walk. Yep. Like, and so again, recognizing his voice and That's doing good. it. So doing it, it keeps you from like, okay. Yeah. You know better, mm -hmm, you know? Mm -hmm. But my kids, they're givers. Okay. Like they they know to give. Like I remember like here in Tampa, you stop at the stop like someone comes to the car. Uh -huh, and yes. as teenagers, they're going in Fine. their pockets and yeah. I'm like, What are y'all doing? Y'all ain't got no money and they're like, But mommy, you give. Mm -hmm. So them watching you That's good. do that, they have learned to be givers. Yes. Um my oldest son, like he'll stop, helps someone change their tires wow. like the things those things because they see you doing Correct. they do yeah delani has a heart for young people yes because she that's something you. i've always had like mm -hmm. i was a school nurse so mm. those students have come to my house mm. so she, that's what they have seen yes, you know so yeah they see so it's so important that 
you do things that you want your kids to emulate. Yes. And so, so cool. the softer side of me now, I'm very intentional of showing that to the grandkids. Okay. Because, you know, I want them to see the new me. Like okay. my kids have seen the old me, okay. that harsher side of and me. And hardworking. That they mm -hmm. have that. Trying to like make it they, they 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 know that, mm -hmm. you know. Again, like, you know, they hardly saw me growing up. Okay. I was working three jobs. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know? Wow. I was a school nurse. I worked at the hospital. I worked at a pediatrician office. Oh, wow. So weekends, holidays, like I was working. out there working, you mm. know. So, you know, they were always at my mom or at a cousin's house. They were somewhere. Mm. And so when we moved here, then we became a family. So mm. my kids really got to know me as mom, like full-time mom, as teenagers, mm. you know. They either know me sick in the hospital or working. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know. That's interesting because... As you said, now you worked three jobs before. However, when you came over as a nurse, I thought you simply just had a nursing job like you a just job. do now. Right. A job. A singular so nursing job. So can you imagine job. that? Like one job. Wow. One job. Yes. And I've been able to do wow. with one job yes. what I was doing with three jobs. Three jobs. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And how are you able to have three jobs? Like as one person. So, so as a school nurse, because school nurses don't make no money, okay. first of all. Okay. <laughs> they make a fraction of what nurses in the hospital wow. make. So I worked Monday through Friday from like 7 to 3. Mm. I would go home like 3 days, like mm, let's say maybe Monday, Wednesday, and Sunday. It's Monday, Wednesday, Sunday. So there was no church, mm -hmm. hardly. Mm -hmm. Um, go home, cook, help the kids with their schoolwork, and go to the hospital from 5.30 to midnight. Get up, do this again. And then the other days, I'm working with a pediatrician Tuesday, Thursday, Thursday, Saturday, probably. Um, and I'll go for, like from 3.30 until his office closed. Yeah. Every day you are getting it. Three jobs. Three kids at home. Three kids at home. One mom. One mom. That's amazing. That's super woman. And again, right here. that's God again because yeah. I always said, you know, God had to put that on the inside of me to be a nurse, knowing that one day I needed that career to foster the income to yeah. take care of my kids on Absolutely. my own. I, I, you look back and you see God in yes. everything. That's you know, I, again, I became a, a nurse when my grandmother died. Yeah. God knew that at some point in my life, my mom would have cancer mm. and would need a nurse to take care mm. of her. Like, you see God. Like, yes. how did you know? Woven. Just woven mm -hmm. through your entire life. If you want to see him, that's if you want to see him. We look at God and again, like for me. I remember when I got pregnant, one, two, three, I was like, man, God, you God, like, you're going to stop me from getting pregnant. Well, I mean, I, I got pregnant, but God, you're going to stop this. Right, Ricky? But then after I had Delani, the doctors good. were like, by that time I was diagnosed with lupus. Okay. And the doctors were like, you can't have any more kids. Wow. Another child would kill you. Mm. God knew that I needed to have my kids before I was diagnosed yeah. and not be able to have children. Correct, correct. At 23, it had... Because I had not had them, correct. I would not be able to have them. Any, correct. If you had so waited that, after. Mm -hmm. So that's God there, mm -hmm. you know. So 
you know, mm. God is God, man. Yeah, 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 the man yeah. is bad. He's bad. When you look back over. When I look back over my life, oh. I know he brought me through. Oh, yes, Lord. Hello. No, don't do it now. I'll Listen. Because <laughs> God is that good. So I always say, you know, you see me walking, talking, praising. It's a lot. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. at 25, I should have been dead. Mm. The doctor told my parents she's not going to make it through the night. And I woke up in the ICU with tubes in every hole possible in the human body. I woke up. Woke up. They told my parents she's not going to make it through the night. Mm. I woke up. Woke up. They said, by the time you're 40, you'll be on disability. Ricky, I'm, I'm going to be 52. I, mm. I'm still working, Look though. Look you, working good. I'm working. Hey, ah. listen. So I'm saying, like, you got to understand, that night when they said that I was going to die, Yes. I told the EMT, and I don't even say it, I'm not going to make it. I, I'm not going to die. God's not going to let me die. I have three mm. children. Mm. Your words. The words. The words. Back then, I wasn't even born again. Wow. But you knew. But the words. Yeah. Mm. Your words have power. Yes. Good and bad. Yes. Good and bad. Good and bad. Wow. So I was speaking before I knew the power of words. Yes. Wow. And living in them. I'm now living it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. I love how you... Just brought everything together, right? You did it yourself. You said all things, and then you brought all things together, like a nice synopsis, which is so beautiful. Again, you just walked this whole thing through, this podcast through. Yeah, like. Ricky, listen. Mm-hmm. People, you got to know. You just got to know God. Mm. You got to trust God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Know God, trust God. Yeah, yeah. It's and an easy no. Okay. Very easy. Okay. Because, you know, life be life Yes. But. Yes. We all know that. But, man. Yes, man. When you just keep living and knowing, like, it's impossible for me to have gotten from A to B without God. And, you know, like, like you say, you, you can't just keep moving. Like, mm. even the air that I breathe is not mine. Mm-hmm. And that's how I look at it. Yes. Like. Even though I, fu- I fell yesterday, yes. the fact that I'm here today, mm. like, man, I know you got stuff for me to do. Yes, ma'am. I got stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you, you, you love me that much. Mm. Like, you still trust me with people. Mm. That's what, for me, like, my job is people. Yes, ma'am. Regardless of whether it's in the hospital, whether it's the homeless, whether it's a strip club, whether it's in the church, wherever it is, it's people. It's people. And you trust me. With your people. Mm-hmm. To me, like, that's big. Mm. Like, you literally trust me with your people. Mm-hmm. Me. Mm-hmm. Like, me. When I look back over the things that I've done, mm-hmm. like, you still trust me with mm-hmm. your people. Mm-hmm. That's big. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. And even in praying about who this podcast will be for, God was sharing with me, it would be for... Uh, single parents that have made a move and are looking to have a better life. And um, I was like, okay, okay, we're going to see how that gets spoken to. And I don't want to put it on the front end, right, with unnecessary pressure, right? And I want, 
I don't want you out of pressure, but at the end of the day, I knew that your life has lived in a way that would be beneficial for them. And so let me just extract all <laughs> the good, all the keys, all of the methods and ways in which you've been able to get to the point that you are. And I believe you've done an excellent job in doing so. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> You know, you came in nervous, but nervous. at the end, I mean, you knocked it out. And like I said, you've even driven the conversation in the way that I was going to go or saw it to be, you know, and you've done well. You've done well. Any last thing that you would say to a single parent looking for and wanting better for their household? Give your way through it. Mm. Yeah. You got to wow, literally big. give your way through it because mm. many times we are just looking to receive. Wow. But while we're giving to others, while we're praying for mm. others, someone is going to give in to you. Someone is going to pray for you. Mm. Like during the pandemic was like I had changed jobs. I took a job that was paying me like thousands of dollars less. Mm. Like at one point I was like, man, I didn't even know where my rent was coming mm. from ricky it was tough yes ma'am but god kept pushing me to give to the homeless like i was like practically maxed out on my credit card mm. because it's like you want me to give like i'm going to walmart and i'm spending like 200 bucks mm. a week wow. buying stuff for the homeless okay. because he's like he wants them to have new stuff he don't want them to have used stuff wow. and i kept saying if you want me to do this you're gonna have to provide fast forward a year ricky Salary, $10,000 more, okay? Bills down, like, them credit cards. Oh. And when I talk about peace, Ricky, mm. like peace. Yeah, and my kids tangible. doing good. Like, you praying for your kids, like, man, they doing well. Yes. And just knowing that, man, God is faithful like yes. you just do what he's asking you to do knowing that he is god yeah like we we sometimes we want to hold down because we're looking at what we have mm. but we serve a god that owns it all yes so you yes. gotta give your way your way through wow you gotta give your way through wow that's beautiful give your way through your now. kids gonna be fine mm -hmm. they ain't ours anyway Cause they know what? They ain't mine no way. <laughs> they belong to him. That is true. That is true. That is true. That is true. So they're gonna be okay. They're gonna be fine. They're gonna be fine. Mm. And you have somebody here that can attest to that. Not just saying it because it sounds good or it looks good, but that it lives true. Yes. And so believe God, trust God. Love that. So if there's anybody that's like, oh, I, I love all that she said. I want to reach out to her. I need more information or anything like that. What are ways that people can contact you? Uh, Facebook. I'm Facebook. on there. Yeah. Do you do email? I have email. Okay. What's your email? It's A-K-I-R-E mm -hmm. 992 mm -hmm. at Yahoo. At Yahoo. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you have Facebook. I have Facebook. I'll put all of that in the description so you can contact her through Facebook if, you know, that's what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And if you are a gentleman that is looking and 
have found interest in what you see. Know you got to go through a Ricky. You know what I'm saying? Know that. We will have a conversation, right? Yeah. So I'll put my contact That's right. in the description. Mm-hmm. And we can talk. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it'd be others that just want to have a conversation, right? We just want to make sure good people <laughs> with good people at the end of the day. Because, you know, good people are hard to come by. However, I know that the lovely Miss Erica is not only good people, but great people. A great person. You heard her heart. And you know where she's going. And so... To get her out of being a nun. (laughs) (laughs) You may be the one, sir. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll we'll go from there. (laughs) But again, the power of your words. The nun that she talked about as a child is getting a taste. She getting a taste of it. Because she was a child. Because you ain't knew better. You didn't know better back then. You ain't know better back then. And uh, so just a taste of the words. But nonetheless, again, your words have power. So again, thank you, Miss Erica. I appreciate you. I know those that have listened and are watching appreciate all that you shared as well. Because, I mean, it's beneficial and it's um, rewarding. And I'm even the better, right? Even as a man that's married, right? I'm the better because of the foundational truths that you share. And so look forward to the people on the other end being benefited because of the story that you shared and the life that you live. Yes, ma'am. You're awesome. You're awesome. (laughs) So, again, we thank you, great people. We love you. Wait, I didn't ask my final question. Miss Erica, what do you believe that your destiny in life is? Just to love people, mm-hmm. honestly. That's mm-hmm. that's the only thing. Like if I ever whenever I ask God, he always tells me love. Yeah. That's all I ever hear. Mm. It's love. Yeah. And and funny, like, you know, growing up when I went to the Baptist school, yes. my favorite song was this little light of mine, yes. I'm gonna let it shine. Yeah. And many times, that's what comes into my spirit. Mm. Just let your light shine. Mm. Just, I gotta be a light. Yeah. You know, so even when I'm being my worst, okay. he reminds me that you are light. Wow. So if that's all I have to be is mm-hmm. light, mm-hmm. be a light. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's beautiful. We'll continue to pursue your destiny, Miss Erica. And your love and the light that you are will continue to benefit all that you come in contact with. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm even a recipient of your love and your light. So I personally thank you. And I'm sure there's others, thousands, right, that would line up to say thank you because of the impact and the love that you've had on them as you are pursuing your destiny. So again, great people, don't just live life, but pursue destiny daily. See you on the next one. Peace.